Welcome, welcome, welcome everybody to Rants, Raves, Questions, and Quotes. This is your host, Mr. Rants, and uh, as the calendar goes by, we are starting Season 6. For those of you that know how I count, which is poorly at times, this is actually our sixth month of doing these podcasts, so... We've explored a lot of ground, and we're going to continue to explore a lot of ground, Ex- continue to have uh, even more uh, interviews. Uh, I'm lining them up as we speak, and uh, we're going to be having a lot more fun. So I look forward to uh, the journey ahead, but I have to go through the preliminary precautions as always. I am not, not, capital letters, N-O-T, not a licensed theologian. I am not a licensed therapist. I am not a licensed doctor, clinician, any of that thing. I'm not a professional or anything with regards to that. So, if you get triggered, upset, oh well, you'll live. But, if you're willing to debate, talk, and express your feelings, I'm more than happy to do so. Uh, I can be reached as always at mrrants50 at gmail.com or via my blog at myrrqq.wordpress.com. We've had a lot of positive feedback from uh, the Terry interviews, and hopefully there's more to come with Terry and uh, maybe even some more surprises. So, uh, again, thank you for joining us. Thank you for sticking with me. Uh, We have grown exponentially uh, since we've switched over to the Podbean format. So, you know, yeah, we've got listeners all over the world now, uh, hundreds of downloads. I mean, I was blown away uh, with the amount of, of listenership and downloads in, in this last month. So anyway, thank you for joining us and uh, stay tuned. Just take a listen. Take a listen. And why can't we go back to doing it this way? Instead of forcing down our throats what they're trying to force down. Just take a listen. Now, the rest of the story. Alcohol as an engine fuel is nothing new. Hitler ran his war machine on alcohol. For 13, 14 years now, all of our cars on the Indianapolis Speedway have run on alcohol. Who is this Detroit automobile maker who says the time is now for alcohol-powered passenger cars? And guess who is saying no, the big oil companies? This Detroit manufacturer, the one who is promoting alcohol fuel for cars, has always been a little bit ahead of his time. In fact, he financed an anti-cigarette smoking campaign before the Surgeon General's report, and he spoke out against our involvement in war before the anti-war movement was popular, and now here he is speaking out in favor of alcohol fuel for automobiles. Partly because, you know what, he grew up on a farm, and as a young man he saw how easy it would be for farmers to grow their own fuel. Any fermentable crop could be converted into alcohol right there on the farm. When this young fella grew up, got into the automobile manufacturing business, he made his carburetors adjustable, completely, easily adaptable to alcohol fuel. Who objected? The oil industry. 
Well, this car maker then went to Washington to enlist political support for alcohol fuel. He says the burgeoning alcohol industry is being penalized, unfairly taxed. This to the advantage of the mammoth petroleum empire. And he has captured the imagination and support of a renowned chemist from the Dow Chemical Company and the United States Secretary of Agriculture. Even support from the President of the United States. But the oil tycoons are fighting back. They are distributing anti-alcohol propaganda through service stations. They're loading business magazines and trade publications with articles denouncing alcohol fuel. The Petroleum Public Relations Committee is launching a massive leaflet campaign in the Midwest calling the promotion of gasohol a scheme. Now remember, this is happening when almost all, almost all major European countries, Czechoslovakia, Germany, Hungary, Sweden, Austria, France, Italy, Poland, most all major European countries have some sort of mandatory gasohol programs. Those folks are required to burn alcohol fuel. But the oil companies, in their attempt to discredit alcohol fuel, have even won the support of the American Automobile Association. And in retaliation, this one Detroit car maker, this fellow who has been pushing for alcohol all along, says that he will call a national conference on agriculture, industry, and science, and their findings will back his position. Well, ultimately, he's going to lose that battle. We know he'll lose because he's already lost nearly half a century ago. You see, the Detroit car maker, who believed that alcohol was the only fuel for automobiles, the man who almost a hundred years ago was making cars that ran on alcohol, and who subsequently made carburetors convertible to alcohol fuel, began his war with the petroleum empire at the beginning of this century. In the end, Rockefeller with his oil interests prevailed. But the Detroit car maker, with a better idea almost a century ago, was the original Detroit car maker, Henry Ford. And now you know the rest of the story. Well, the great communicator was out there. Okay. Now, as I say in my openings, I'm an idiot. I'm not a theologian. I'm not a doctor. I'm by no means uh, a petroleum engineer, but if we have the know-how and we have the resources to do it, if it's a feasible thing, and maybe it's not feasible anymore, I don't know, I'm just asking questions. If it's feasible to do, why are we putting up and stressing electric so much? Is the alcohol again? I don't. I don't know. I'm asking questions. Is is the alcohol going to run off? Going to be as as pollutant as say gas and petroleum? Is that why they want to go to bit too electric because it's totally clean? Even though we don't have the resources or the grid to go fully electric, I don't know. But if it seems to me that if you can grow corn, grow wheat, barley, rye, whatever the hell else you need to make. And again, like I said, I'm not an expert. I don't know. I'm legitimately asking questions. So if somebody has an idea on this and somebody knows better than I can, I'm, I'm all ears because I heard uh, the Paul Harvey thing and it just brought some questions to mind. 
if we can go and run our cars on alcohol, alcohol seems to be in a whole hell of a lot of more abundance. I assume uh, that the countries he mentioned uh Again, uh, Czechoslovakia, Poland, Germany, because of all the things that's going on right now with uh, the Russians and the Ukraine, uh, Ukrainian people, is that, uh, and, and you know, the fact that they need the gas pipeline coming from Russia is that they, they want over there too, so they're not doing it either. But if, if they, if they could, why can't we go back to that? What would be uh, hindering us from doing that? You know, to me, it seems like a plausible solution. God knows we can grow, you know, crops that we could convert into alcohol better than we could sit there and uh, upgrade an entire nation's electric grid, uh, or have then you wouldn't have to worry about fracking and uh, you know, drilling and all that other stuff that all these environmentalists have problems with. I haven't known of an environmentalist to have a problem with uh, someone growing corn or wheat or barley or rye or any of that stuff. But again, I'm I'm like I said, I'm totally in the dark on this. This is just something I heard on on Paul Harvey's little thing. I said hmm, that's interesting, uh, and it gave me gave me pause, gave me questions. So uh, for anybody out there that knows more. Please, please feel free to inform me, or if you don't know, point me to a website where I can look it up, uh, you know, or something. Because I'm, I'm, I'm genuine, genuinely curious as to why we haven't gone that route. Why are we going pure electric when we don't have the backbone in the, the electric power grid to take care of that? Why is that being forced down our throats in the in the United States and across the world today versus going to alcohol? I can't imagine that the burn off and the pollutant pollutants would be that bad. But again, I don't know. I don't know cars. I don't know com- uh, carburetors. I don't know combustibles. I don't know any of that shit. So I'm just asking questions. Feel free to give me an answer. Feel free to point me in the right direction. Feel free to, uh, in you know, uh, put your own two cents in because I'm, I'm genuine, genuinely curious and would like to know. To me, that seems like a better option. But maybe, like I said, maybe there's somebody out there that says, no, if you do it this way, then you have this and this and this and this and this. And I can go, okay, that would make sense. But I'm not asking for reasons why it's better or worse than what we currently have. I'm asking if it would be, well, I am from a stamp, from a perspective. I'm asking from the perspective of if it's better than what we have now and it's less pollutant than what we have now, then why are we getting the electric shit shoved down our throat? Why was every freaking car commercial on the Super Bowl about an EV? If alcohol would burn cleaner and would work and would get us to what, what we need to do, then why don't we pursue that way instead of having to go and go the electric route? Upgrade the subsystems, 
upgrade the the, the national uh, electric uh, grids, uh, pay China more and more money to, for the uh, parts and supplies we need. Because guess what? The parts that make the batteries for these freaking electric vehicles are sitting over there in Afghanistan. You remember that little place? That's the little place we drew, withdrew from a year or so or almost a year ago and had all those people die. You remember that? You remember how we left people in Afghanistan because it was a never ending war, according to the Biden administration and we were going to get out and there weren't going to be any problems. And who took over immediately as soon as we got in? Oh, well, yes, the Taliban and ISIS and so on and so forth. But uh, what foreign countries came in to offer their support? China. And why? Because they have the minerals, the resources, the oil, not the oil, but the uh, the minerals and, and, and equipment that's needed. They produce that in their country, in their soil, in their resources for making these EV electronic components. So why are we going that way if there's an alternative means? Why are we still going to end up being in somebody else's debt owing to somebody else if there's another way to do it? But like I said, I don't know. I'm purely asking questions. Somebody fill me in. Let me know. And uh, I'm interested. I'm curious. Either that or this is just going to be podcast material to sit up on the server somewhere out there in the world and nobody will ever respond to it. And it'll just be, uh, you know, another 15, 20 minutes of Mr. Rant's ranting and raving, asking questions and wondering why. So anyway, as always, hit me up, mrrants50 at gmail.com. Let me know. Or my rrqq.wordpress.com. That's the blog. I'm genuinely, genuinely, I can't say that fucking word tonight, genuinely curious as to if this is a better means of getting the uh, electric pro- problem solved, getting the, the, the pollution solved. Would it run better? Would it not run better? Would it run about the same as oil and gas is now or, you know? We know why they did it a hundred years ago was because it was all about the almighty dollar. Well, is it still about the dollar or is it about saving the world as the Democrats like to say? So let me know. Let's figure it out. Talk to you soon.